Do you believe in accountable love? Hello, welcome to Accountable Love, home of the love snobs, where love is a group journey. My name's Aziz. I'm Jerry. And today we have a special guest, Laura. Hello, how are you? Yeah. We are all searching for stability. We are all looking for absolutes in humanity, but there are no absolutes. There's only accountable love, a love that says when you pick a partner and friend, they will show up with their daily best and you will give them your all as well. We all deserve love at its highest form, so the love snobs are here to tell you, you deserve everything, you deserve a high clap. Love snobs, love snobs. Okay, Laura, what does accountable love mean to you? Oh, damn, right to it. <laughs> right. You know, we got we to gotta get it going. Well, Laura. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get it started. I knew you was going to ask me this question again. <laughs> I was kind like, of in, in my house like, thinking about it. And I always felt like um, when there's people, people come together, you choose people. Mm -hmm. Sometimes when you're born into a family, you don't choose your family. Definitely. So you choose people. And y'all making a commitment to each other. Mm -hmm. So I always feel like you hold each other accountable for the things that you do, the things that you say. So I always felt like if that's not something that you can hold yourself up to to be accountable for things that you say, then just don't make that agreement. Because just like um, I had to, it happened with my um, my son's birthday. Definitely. So his birthday came. They didn't know what they was going to do. They didn't, they didn't make plans in advance. So, okay, y'all called me, asked me, do I want to do a podcast? I said, yeah, no problem. So y'all gave me the date. Fine. We locked you in. Locked me in. <laughs> then my son said, Ma, we're going to be doing so and so on that day. I said, no, I can't. I already made plans. I said, you should have said something before. So it's just a... Thanks for being accountable. Right. You got to be accountable. You can't just, <laughs> you know, just say you're going to do something, then something else come up and or it did, it's not comfortable anymore. Or I don't want to do it anymore. And you just kind of back out of it. Well, you made an agreement. Agreed. So now you, you hold yourself accountable to... But you, but agree you agreed upon. upon. Well, agree. when you you touched on a a good point about the family and mm -hmm. us not pick, picking our family, right? right? And how most people, you know, when it comes to family, they're like do or die. Like it's my family with blood, mm -hmm. and it doesn't matter that things are dysfunctional. Right. I'm not going to give up on them because they're family. How could you really give up on family, right? But then you made another good point when you said that you know people make choices. Oh, absolutely. So we are born into certain situations, but we don't have to continue to keep, we don't have to continue mm -hmm. in those situations if we don't want to. Right. Definitely. Right. Definitely we don't. I mean, when you think of, like what you just said, family, where people don't really, where we as love snobs come from, what angle we come from all the time is just what you just said. Like they're family, so we do or die. What mm -hmm. about somebody do or dying for you? Mm -hmm. Like. Mm -hmm. Why do why is one person designated to be the person that is the moral fiber of the whole family? The person that is the consistent person of the whole family, the person that everybody can rely on. And then when they actually decide to say, okay, I'm cutting you off because you drank me, now we family and you don't do that to family. Right, right. It it doesn't make sense. Right. Of course we do that to family, because family don't drain other family. Yeah, Absolutely. yeah. So they don't look at what they did to get get you to that place or get you to that point. They only deal with the fact that there's a void being being um, met. met. No, mm -hmm. a void being opened open, up. Open, open, yeah, yeah. A void being, you know, but it's like, whatever. It's like you be, you're wrong. You can't do that. You can't cut family up because you're wrong. Mm -hmm. Family is family. So you can't, if your mother did something wrong to you and. You, you, you owe her your life because right. she, she gave birth to you. Right. 
<laughs> so it's like, no, you can't do that. That's your mother. So then people start looking at you like you're the bad person because you're cutting off your mom because she done destroys you. So it's like, no, I can't continue to let her do these things to me. I have to cut her off. And they hit you with the and they hit you with the life is too short line, mm-hmm. right? But life is too short to have BS relationships, right? Absolutely. Life is too short to have Definitely. a relationship that is one sided. And I think that that's what most people don't really see. They mm-hmm. they're so quick to use that cliche line, but they're not looking at, at it on the reverse side. Why are we wasting year after year on a relationship that really doesn't make sense and is really unhealthy. And it's never advice from somebody of strength. It's always advice from that person that's too, that's not courageous enough to mm-hmm. make the same move you're making. Absolutely. Like they probably so should be judging. cutting the person yeah. off as well, mm-hmm. but they're looking in the mirror, they're looking through you, and if you cut mm-hmm. them off, then now they feel they're compelled to do the same. Mm-hmm. And every time they you see them, they're going to be like, okay, she's judging me because, or he's judging me because I didn't cut the person off just like they cut the person off. Or they think that you are going to cut them off. So I think people project. No, seriously. So they, they look at it like, if you can cut your mother off, right. <laughs> then I'm nothing. You know, right. so people look at it that way as well. And so it's, it's not true. So, I, I would. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and as you should. But Absolutely. they instead of thinking, I would never do anything to be cut off, they're looking at like, you're ruthless. Like, she cut off her parents. She definitely could cut me off. When you mm-hmm. have standards, is the, the fall is, is, is longer. It is the longer. Fall, the, yeah. the fall is a further fall. Mm-hmm. And... You have to deal with that. So don't climb to the standards. Don't be around people with great standards because, therefore, you're living in the clouds. And then when you are cut off, you know what I mean? It's going to hurt. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That fall is going to be long. Mm-hmm. So if you're not ready to really be consistent on a daily basis, what's the point? Mm-hmm. And it takes you back to being accountable. Definitely. Because even when I have... I'm sorry. No, go ahead. So go even ahead. when I'm not holding myself... A, for instance, like when we were working together. Definitely. I didn't hold up to my bargain. He's like, all right. So it was time that you oh, cut you me off. You already know. You already know. <laughs> so it was okay. I had to come back. I had to come back. But And it was okay. It just made me stronger. It made me understand what combo love was and what it is. And well, it, you, it just, you you started thinking you can just buy a muffin. <laughs> and thought that that was all tea. good, right? <laughs> you started trying to bribe me. And I'm sitting here telling you, like, that's not going to work. Like, I'll take the muffin, I'll take the tea, right? but it's not going to work. Sometimes I rejected it. I mean, at the end of the day, I want you to be at your best. Absolutely. And me letting you just do what you want to me and then trying Mm -hmm. to crawl back in and making it simple is not going to be the thing. Now, I didn't, like, make you jump off a building to get it, (laughs) right? You know what I mean? When you need it's to support, no, but you did enough I was to there self- to support. You did enough for her to self-reflect to make the necessary changes. Right. Absolutely. But you wanted to. So the, I think the key Absolutely. to all of this is that you wanted to make the changes. Mm-hmm. And I think that, that you didn't force her. Definitely. You, you didn't say, hey, Lord, you better act this way or I'm cutting you right. off. It was you came to him and said, this is the life that I want to live right now. Mm-hmm. And then you fell short. Right. And then he called you out on you falling short. And then, you know, and then it created some type of distance. And then you... Worked, you know, then you worked on the things you need to work on to make you yes, to come so back. Fix it. But it's because you wanted to do it. Absolutely. And I think that that's where people kind of miss it. Mm-hmm. They think it's the other person controlling, like you with the puppet strings, and not you per se, just the stronger person. You know what I mean? Or the person well, who's mean, setting, who has the I think the, the biggest thing is everybody wants to kind of be these free birds. And when you sign on for something, you sign on to like fly together. Mm-hmm. So one person d- decides to go a different direction, we lose the group. We lose the togetherness. So, therefore, you do have to stay in line. And when it's time to land, okay, do what you want when we're landing. We're, you know, but we have to be accountable for we, for each other. We mm-hmm. have to be accountable for relationships we sign up for, right? Absolutely. So, at some point, you know, we were working. 
together and we was deciding, you know, we was real close. Mm-hmm. And then we had discussions, you know, like sometimes your your ego got in the way. Sometimes Yeah, she's real feisty. You yeah, wouldn't know that. You, <laughs> sometimes you and I don't think he was ever really that feisty with me, but, no, but it was you like your esteem. It. Yeah, you don't expect the feistiness. It was, your, it was from more her. your esteem at times like we'll have discussions about, you know, maybe about you losing weight. Absolutely. Right? We'll have those discussions. <laughs> And there'll be a reality of it. And I'm like, yo, what's going on? Like, and then you'll do real good. And then you're not okay. trying to do right. as mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. And now I'm I'm hard on you for it because I really want to see you succeed. Right. You know what I mean? And then everybody's looking at me like, yo, you call her fat girl. Or you call uh-huh. her this or you saying this. And I'm like, if she ain't saying she, anything, what's right. the problem? Yeah. <laughs> but we all know that right. they see the disability. I see the person. Mm-hmm. Right. But it, it never came from a hurtful place. That's, that was a difference between that you was able to say and I was able to take it from you than somebody else because it never came from a harmful or hurtful place. Definitely. It always came from a loving place that you want to make sure that you see me do my best. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So for somebody else to actually come and say it, it was just being plain on mean and that's when they're going to get some backlash from me. Definitely. I mean, so. and, and I mean, you said things to me, we will just have a back and forth. <laughs> but at the end of the day, I seen you as an equal. I didn't Absolutely. just see your disability. I right. didn't just see, oh, she's a big girl and I can't say nothing about the elephant right. in the room. Right. No, I felt comfortable around you. I'm right. going to snap and clown the way I want to clown. Mm-hmm. And eventually you adapt and you had an understanding like, okay, this is where it's coming right. from. Like he's being who he is. Yeah. In this situation, we're clowning about it, but did I fat all the time? But intent- all, all I did was see you as mm-hmm. a big woman. No. I bring it up when it's relevant. Mm-hmm. I bring it up when I'm saying something smart about you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And we had a relationship where it, 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 was, it, was, it was okay. It was definitely. But everybody else was uncomfortable. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. So it shows well, we a lot of about- We made a lot of people uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> so it show, you know, it just show where they at. They we just were, seen was, you The as, things as, that we would say to each other and they would just sit back like, oh my God, they ain't know what to do. They know what to breathe. big lip boy. They Get out of here, you big lip boy. <laughs> Shut up, sit down with your bald head, your big yeah, head. They know what to do with us. It, so, it was... I mean, I get it. I <laughs> yeah, get it. But absolutely. the overall point is, yeah, it was, you had to learn accountability because, mm-hmm. you know, like, give us some background. Why yeah. do you believe you need to learn accountability? That was going to be my next question, yeah. Because there was a lot of times that people asked me, you know, to go places. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll go. And then when it get close to time, I'll make up some excuse. I wasn't going to go. Mm-hmm. So, it had got to a point so I had to actually start holding myself accountable for things because I was disappointing a lot of people. Definitely. And I said, you know, I can't continue to to disappoint people because when I want somebody to come and do something for me and they do that to me, how would I feel about that? I'm not going to like this. So let me just, you know, start. If I say I'm going to do something, then I have to do it. And if I'm not going to do it, and if I know I'm not going to do it from the beginning, I just have to just be real with myself and say, listen, no, I'm not. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to hold myself to that. And I guess guess now just I'm real with people to the point of like, I'm not going to do something that I know I'm not going to, I'm going to bow out on or back down on when it gets closer to it. Definitely. But don't you think also a example of accountability is doing the things that you don't necessarily want to do, but it's for the greater, the, the, the greater, greater good. good. Absolutely. So, you know, mm-hmm. when, you know, thinking of the relationship that I have with Aziz and, and Jasmine and the other person, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, the friendship you think about, you know, there's three people we have, slightly different interests like we don't all like the same things we don't all eat the same we don't all, we don't do all the same things but we have to we come together so that we can coexist right? right so within that we have we make i wouldn't say sacrifices but we make certain decisions based on what's happening at that moment mm-hmm. and sometimes there's things that i ne- don't necessarily want to do that is better for everyone if i did do it yeah. and i don't i'm not the best at it mm-hmm. i still struggle with oh, it we know you're not the best. <laughs> <laughs> 
You know, like you know, you're not. <laughs> I still struggle. I still struggle with it. We but have at the three same... hour arguments about it. Yeah, I know. So <laughs> struggling, like my I, patience is. <laughs> I know. Actually, I'm. I'm. We're at my altar right now. I'm like but the super, point is, I'm like a super soldier. The point. The point is, is that I have to get out of that bad habit of thinking that you know that like like I'm explaining to you that sometimes there's things that you need to do that you don't necessarily want to do, and although I come to that conclusion, but. Me and Aziz will walk up the block, around the corner, around the track for me to get there. Mm-hmm. Instead of it being, this is what the plan, yeah, this is going to be the plan today. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, I don't know, has that ever really happened? What do you mean? <laughs> Where that, that, you, that we had to make certain adjustments for the group and I was like on board like immediately. <laughs> Doesn't happen often. <laughs> it's but very I mean, it's When a, it does, he's looking at me like, you okay? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, you on, you're on board most times immediately because you see the bigger picture. It's only when it's making, it's inconveniencing something you truly want to do. Mm-hmm. That's when it becomes a little more difficult because then it's making it seem like, why are we friends? If that's the case. Oh, oh so yeah, I yeah, think yeah, like sorry, 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 you're right. 85% of the time, you see the big picture. I mean, we obviously love snobs for a reason. Like, we but do I was just thinking about that. Similar... Actually, I was just clumping the times that I didn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. So I'm just thinking about that. But yeah, yeah, well, the times yeah. you didn't want to do it, yeah, then it becomes a dragged out, you know, greater understanding. Like everybody wants to do something different, mm-hmm. but we agreed to do things as a collective group. So in order to do that, you have, to, have to be to, on the same page. We have to find compromise. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's not even like it's not a sacrifice. I a now said you yeah. do this and we do it. No, no, it's a compromise. We all have a discussion. We hold each other mm-hmm. to that discussion mm-hmm. or to that agreement. We weigh out with the pros and cons of things. I mean, and sometimes it is a, yo, this is what we need to be doing and trust my track record. Yes. Trust that I'm always in the group's best interest. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it is that route. Sometimes she has to say, listen, this is what I excel in. So take a step back and think, like, you're not, you're not going to wrap your mind around it right now, but we need to get it done. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's what, that's what it, it, it that's what the dance is between leadership when you have to take the lead and when you have to fall back. You have to know that. That's the juggle in life. Because right. a leader is not leading all the time. No. A leader knows when they have to take a back seat as well. That's mm-hmm. also leadership because I believe we're a group of leaders. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just like I've seen leadership in you. Mm-hmm. Now, you never want to be really on the front line, which you already yeah. said. I'd rather be <laughs> in the background, the secretary yes. of somebody's yes. dream. But yes. And, and, you know, at first it was like, yo, have your dream. Like, I'm really pushing it. And then I'm noticing, like, yo, you're, you're great at piecing things together behind the scenes. You know, right. everybody doesn't have to be in front of the camera. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I started seeing your strengths, but I did know that you was a leader. Like, you can lead mm-hmm. in, which you, in your area. So mm-hmm. if you're like, let's say the secretary of somebody's dream, you have a team that you're leading. Because absolutely. you can't just be a part of that team as a secretary. Absolutely. You have to be a strong force on that yeah, team. Yeah, of course. So that's what I noticed in you. And I try to, you know... And I try to just get that, bring that out of you mm-hmm. or inspire you to show your greatest side or all times. But, you know, what was your idea of love like growing up? Like, what, what did you, what was your... your Wait, no, can we go back to the fact, like, so we talked about, you know, making plans, keeping mm-hmm. them or not making plans at all. Mm-hmm. Based on what we discussed about sometimes make, making the plan, even if you don't want to do something, mm-hmm. based on who the person is, yeah. pushing forward. Like, what are your thoughts on that? Just so we could finish that segment up, then we'll go more. I guess it's all according to what it is, because last year, my son wanted to go to, I'm sure I'm going to say this very, very wrong, but Salsa Confego, some club. Salsa Confego, yeah. 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 <laughs> he went, I don't like them places. But because it was my son, and he wanted me to go. My daughter, she also did it for her birthday. Because it was my daughter, she wanted me to go, I went. Mm-hmm. I don't like big crowds. I don't like places where I can't me. get out of. <laughs> I have a problem with that, and mm-hmm. it makes me itch. 
but because my children, mom, you know, I really want you to go, I went. Mm-hmm. So th- there were things that I did. Did you have that. a good time? Yeah, the music was great. You know, I enjoyed the music. I had a little drink, so it wasn't sometimes so bad. Once you, yeah, sometimes <laughs> yeah. once you come out, you come yeah. zone. <laughs> so it wasn't so bad. They try to get a table closer to the door because they know that I'm not going to go all the way inside. Mm-hmm. So they, you know, I, I, I can't say I didn't have a good time. I did. Mm-hmm. I didn't stay as long as they did. I left. Mm-hmm. But. I mean, they're younger than you. Right. <laughs> sometimes you got to know But I do it. do things that, um, that's not comfortable for me. I think because well, like you of came the to karaoke. Person. I have fun karaoke. I know, but and would you have done that on your own? <laughs> no. This is what I'm saying. Like, you're learning <laughs> no. to come outside your comfort zone. No. It's so, that, I think that's right. big also. You know yeah. what I mean? The fact that you're your example of it. So, right. I know we keep using you, but you're the example of <laughs> mm-hmm. somebody who had to come outside their comfort zone a lot in the last few years. Yes. You know what I mean? And, yes. for, and because of it, you know what I mean? You're able to speak up a lot more. You're able mm-hmm. to be more vocal. You're able to, mm-hmm. you know, sit back and really look at situations and be fair yeah. because you yes. were you were feisty yes and when somebody <laughs> did something to you or hurt your feelings you know you would lash out versus thinking about think their about, intention right. and why they went about doing things and now you take that approach mm-hmm. and you see you came outside your comfort zone and you actually were able to do something that somebody else wanted to do but enjoy it. you didn't go there and mope right which is the big part of it you yeah. know what i mean you didn't go in and mope but before I was rudely interrupted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I just wanted to tie <laughs> that in because then you was going to say love and then we were going to go no, somewhere but that, else. I, and then... No, I think that that was all like what I was trying to do. Because from the jump, I wanted to understand like where did her background of love, like accountable accountability mm-hmm. is one thing. So she explained accountability. But I want to understand the love what part. the part, yeah, where, where did your foundation of love come in? What was your meaning of love? Before Agreed. You I just wanted to, I wanted to make sure that we... You know that you learned something, and it, it was like a takeaway. Well, you know? I took, I took, I took a back seat. I mean, now let me. No, drive. you gave me the side. He gave me the side. I like. I'm gonna get you later. Now. <laughs> let me we'll drive. talk about this off camera. Yeah, let me drive. Go ahead. The love part. Hmm, I think accountability was a little easier. For love, the love part growing up in my family is 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 been really. It's always been difficult. Yeah, the, there wasn't too much love going on there. It's just it was more of like do what I say or punch in your face. Oh whoa! So it wasn't really Damn, like that's 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 yeah. Fall. It wasn't really fall. like you know oh we love and you get you get hugs and kisses and everything is great. It's is is it was very difficult. So growing up to actually feel love or to learn love, I think I'm still learning it. Definitely, I'm still learning well, it because that's it's, the start it's being honest. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. there's been something, even I, I I was married and um that didn't work out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so now I'm divorced and I always think about, did I really love him or was I really in love with him or did I do it because I had my children? I wanted to set an example for them so they can see that, you know, mom is married and we have a, a set family. So did I do it for that? Could have been. Um, To say I was truly in love with him. Maybe I wasn't. Maybe I just loved him because he was there and he provided what I needed at that moment. Definitely. So it's it's hard. I mean, I could, I could truly sell of my children, and you know, I I don't like them all the time. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> that's a part but of it. That's a part of the process. But I do love my baby. But you don't like baby, you don't like the things they do. That, right, the things that they do. Yeah. Yeah, because if you don't like them sometimes, yeah. you probably don't love yeah, them. Yeah, but those are my babies, <laughs> and like no matter what, you know, I'm there for them. If they're wrong, I let them know that you know they're wrong. You shouldn't be doing these things, and but I'm I'm with them. Like I, I make sure that everything is okay and they're growing okay. But 
I, yeah, I'm still learning love. What, but what would be your view love. versus when you were younger to now? What would mm-hmm. be your view of love? Like, what was your view then of what love meant? Then I thought, um, if somebody's doing something for you, then they love you. Like if they, Which is why you married the man that you married. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if people's doing stuff for you and they, they say, you know, I love you and I'm going to do this for you, I'm going to do that. So I'm thinking that material things, you know, Equated that they to give love. you. It, yes. But... No, it's now it's like to to be with someone, to actually somebody to hold you and to to be accountable for the thing that they say and things that they do for you is different, and it's not all financial. Definitely, it's it's being a part of the group, being a part of something that y'all are striving together to do to achieve a moment or to achieve whatever whatever you have in the future that you planned, and y'all still struggling to get there together. So mm-hmm. it's just not. You know, you're just going to give me this and I'm going to, it's going to be okay to slap in your face and then tomorrow I'm going to give you a box of candy and it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. No. It's like we're going to achieve this together. We're moving along with it. A box of candy? <laughs> <laughs> That's it? A box of candy? <laughs> I would say people, some people, people do just, less. Yeah. Some people so, do how, less. so since you're still learning love, how does that, you're, you're dating, right? I'm not really dating, no. Oh. I haven't been dating. I have someone I play around with every now and then, but I don't know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's a podcast for another time. But, but what I'm saying, playing so, around with Laura. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> but what I'm saying is that you're you're available to date. Yeah. Right. So you're dating. Absolutely. So being that you're still learning love, mm-hmm. right, and you're dating. How? Well, would, before you get there, what about oh. love in in general, like friendship? Oh. Like, what, how would you, because that's a romantic love, mm-hmm. but how do you equate the word love? Like, how do you universally use it so you know you have people in your life that Support love you and you yeah. love them? Because we always say love is a boomerang, meaning mm-hmm. you know you truly love someone when you know that you can give them your all and you know you're getting their all in return. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So how would you equate it with your, let, let's say, friends? Let's say people you encounter. Let's say you're standard without even having a human being involved. You're standard for love. When it comes to like this person loves me based on the standards and the ideals I have mm-hmm. with dealing with love. Of like a bond in a friendship, trying to, to Yeah, develop I mean a anything friendship. anything like your friend, because we always say it should be a step. It should be steps. I guess so that's a problem, I don't friends, have friends. friends yeah, friends. You don't have come any first. friends? No. I don't I haven't put myself out there to actually have friends. Have you ever had friends? I had one friend that was really close to me and she passed away. Hmm. Yeah. So, and I, I think maybe that's maybe a scary part of it because my, my brother, my younger brother, I always felt like that was my best friend. And then I had a my best friend that we grew up with, been friends for almost 30 years, and they both passed away. So once that happened, I kind of shut myself down to mm-hmm. make your friends. Definitely. So it is. That it's was a road. That was definitely a road we yeah. had. <laughs> That was a hill I had to climb. I know, <laughs> so I know it all so well. But you know, yeah. express it. So, so you think like that now hinders you from actually having connecting with other people. It scares yeah. me. But well, what are you scared me. that they're gonna die, or are you scared that you don't want to invest the time and then? Yeah, what are you scared of? I don't. Not scared that they're gonna die. I don't. I don't think. I think I'm scared of of the part of me not being enough for the person. Like, cause there are things that I just don't really, I'm not interested in doing. Like the friend, maybe I haven't met the friend that maybe is compatible with me. 
Definitely. Because the, I do meet people and they have friends that they still want to go and they still want to hang out and they still want to do certain things. And I'm just not that hangout person. I kinda, I'm kind of a loner. I like to kind of stay home and I know you can't have a friend being in the house. So, well, you can. They come over. Yeah, but I don't really want nobody in my house neither. You really, you really think that, <laughs> like, like you know, we, you know, I'm going to challenge it because you know I have a problem with loner. Uh-huh. I know. Is yes. anybody truly a loner? <laughs> like we are, pro- we are, we are, we are a, a product of the, our upbringing. Right. We are a product of our fears. We mm-hmm. are a product of a lot of people of our walls, mm-hmm. the things we, you know, a lot of the anger. We are a product of all of our bad and all these things that are emotional. They also help us, like not touching fire because of fear. Right. Making sure you're angry because you're expressing something when somebody caused you pain or mm-hmm. harm, and you're letting them know, listen, this is not happening. Mm-hmm. There's good ways to use it, but what I mean by anger is the negative anger. Where yeah. You're taking everything well, and you're going to explode yeah. every so often, or you're a person that you know is scared to walk out and meet people. So you know when I hear, you know how it is when I hear loner, because I always believe we all are put on this earth to connect in some form or fashion. That's just true. And whether it's just five people connecting to five people, connecting to five people and call me idealist, but I do believe love is the way of of actually enjoying, like having a life that's unified Mm -hmm. and having all of us in in the united front. And togetherness will do that. So when I hear Mm -hmm. a loner, are you truly a loner or is is it something, does it go back to the fact that you are fearful of the thing, so you tell yourself you enjoy because it goes back to like going to karaoke. You enjoyed it, mm-hmm. but you would have never you went. You never went, yeah, right. So it's just a lot of things that you weren't. You close yourself off to do because you're 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 scared or you don't necess- you don't want to come out your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. And staying in your comfort zone is like staying, you know, under a a warm blanket and you you know with your fuzzy pillow and your fuzzy slippers and a and a, and a sweatshirt and you're nice and you know comfortable mm-hmm. that's your mm-hmm. comfort zone and you don't want to get dressed you don't want to make the effort you just want to stay where you at right right but, but so when i do come out and i do actually engage with you other, enjoy yourself i enjoy it i do so I you're not really, really like a loner people. i do you just you really hide like behind people. that you just hide behind it because you tell you you, you, you tell yourself that that's not what you like mm. I mean, but you okay. wasn't, ex- and another thing, you wasn't exposed to a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So exposure and lack of exposure can be a, a fair factor as well. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So when we have, like we all sitting on the show, we have the Accountable Love, we have guests that come. Mm-hmm. We talk about all kinds of things, you know what I mean? You're the first guest I would say we sat down and really was introspective. Right? Well, yeah, absolutely. Because <laughs> most people yeah. were sitting there, we're having discussions, but we're kind of just talking about the concept of things. Yeah. Because right. we try not to get, we, we want to get personal, we Whenever, whatever, whatever the floor of the discussion mm-hmm. happens, we love to go there. So, mm-hmm. like, we are big on honest discussion. So, those just never just went there based on the energy in the room. But there was right. more people too. But, yeah, and that that's the case too. Yeah, we was supposed to have a, another male here, but you know, he he canceled <laughs> last minute. So, oh, yeah. See? So, he left you yeah. I mean, I mean, maybe whatever the excuse was was accurate. So, you know, hope he's hope he's feeling better. But yeah. at the end of the day, I think you have to really look at. The, the the like labeling yourself loner label yourself mm-hmm. things that now allow you not to put yourself in a position mm-hmm. to have relationships because when I say I'm a loner I'm, that gives me an excuse to not now to, do to not create a relationship with definitely. someone definitely yeah don't you think yeah it's like yes. a disclaimer 
Definitely. I'm alone. If you if you tell somebody that you're alone, they're not going to invite you any place. Like that's like oh, when that's people true. say I got a bad temper. That's, mm-hmm. that's not that's not who you are. Yeah. Okay. So that's I, a disability. That's right, something I, that yeah, you need right, to change let's not up. Use that word again. Then. Think about it. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. You talk to people and they be like, I get angry. <laughs> I have a I got I got an anger yeah, issue. Yeah. And I'm looking like okay, you can inform me, right? But don't think that that's gonna stop me from being who I am. Like yeah. I'm gonna be who I am because I think what I'm bringing to your life is positive. You're not gonna stifle me because you have something to work on. Mm-hmm. So let's be clear here. That's the biggest. That's yeah. the biggest thing because that's a hindrance. I'm not. If you're a love snob, are you truly standing for anything that's a hindrance to the growth of your relationship? Mm-hmm. So you're labeling like you tell me you're alone. I'm trying to get to know you. Tell me you're alone. We leaving you where like, you at. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, at what point am I like, Eva, I'm going to go and break down these walls because I know uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you can't just be like, alone right. or Because no. I don't really believe you're alone. I know you. So well, I, guess, I know that you're real I'm good get, with people. I you're real good with people. You're better time. with people than me sometimes. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> when it comes to like hanging out, I'm more of like... The, Only when I'm out, people... I guess not because people always want me around them. So I definitely. guess... You have a I lot to offer. I mean, somebody <laughs> serenaded you at karaoke. Was that great? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, cool. you got to think good, about it. My daughter still talks about that night, Carrie. She said, well, you came in here talking about, she said I was holding on to the wall. I said, what? She said, Ma, you was a little tipsy. She, she asked me, how did you get home? I said, as he's put me in a cab. <laughs> and she said, you still, she said you had, she can't, she, she loved it because when I came in, she saw, she saw I had so much fun. But we didn't really drink though. It. I had well, like did. three she long iced tea. What? Yes. Wow. Well, the, the guy that serenaded her <laughs> is the one that was buying the drinks. He's trying to get a white girl wasted. Yeah. I was like, no, sir. Oh, big wow. girl, big girl got in the cab. Well, I didn't even think that much. We wasn't letting oh, it go down so like funny. that. But, but I had a ball. It was fun. It was yeah. it's good. It's good to know, man. It's good that it's good that you yeah. had a good time. But Absolutely. at the end of the day, think about it. Like think of all the times you had that were good times. Mm-hmm. Were they spent it alone? No. Your best times? No. So I'm how are you alone now? Okay. Point made. I mean, I'm going to make sure I make it. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I think that, the you know, when somebody asks you, like, what you like to do, you can say, you know, typically I stay, you know, I stay home, but I need to, but it's because it's for whatever reason you want to be home and, you know, you're comfortable there, but you're really working toward or working on connecting with more people and, mm-hmm. I'm assuming that you're also working on connecting with better people so that when they ask you to do things, you're more willing to do it. Right. Because I think that that's key. If some random person's asking you to hang out, you're saying no. But according to, right, and like you said, according to where, where we're going. But why does that have to matter if you really feel it? If we ask you to go, I don't know, bungee yeah, it jumping. Does, it does depend, but. But why? Yeah. If we going bungee jumping, okay, I'm not going not. bungee jumping with you. <laughs> like we, we cool. <laughs> like, like I love you. Like I'm not going bungee children, jumping. Like when they wanted to go. Okay, to the club, you're right. You're right. You're right. right? You're right you're I only right. went because that was my children. I'm not gonna just say yeah, let's go to the club because that's not. I, I don't. I'm not. No, saying no, no. I guess you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. So let's but go because you, you know, so what do you like to do? Yeah. I just wait. Oh hold gosh. on, but. Huh? But because your knows. comfort zone is being alone, I didn't want you to be selective, like, because you wanted to stay within your comfort zone. Like, that seems weird. I'm not doing that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I, yeah, bungee jumping is extreme. Sorry. <laughs> yes. I wouldn't even bungee jump, to be quite honest with you. I'm but just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, like, what, yeah, what, what do you like? I think it starts with you really fully Final. understanding. You have homework, mm-hmm. Laura. Yeah, yeah, I homework. <laughs> Absolutely. You got homework. homework, man. Yeah. I got homework. Get your love snob yeah. on. Man. Yeah. I, mean, I do like to go to some movies. Nah, you know, I see certain kind of movies. I like. I don't mind going out. But 
Certain things like karaoke, I enjoy. I think if somebody invited me else to karaoke, somebody else, it wasn't for y'all, I, I probably would go over somebody else. So I did enjoy that. Yeah, but you Nothing would never put that on the list of I like to do that, though. Before, I, before you went. Before, no. But now I am So you got some like, exploring to do. Yeah, you right. have some exploring to do. I, and there's some places. I, and, and with me, I think I have to actually go out on my own, too. Like, oh, to just go out and just <laughs> by myself and just go meet people. Like they like my daughter said, my this silhouette club. Anytime you say club, I'm, I'm like no, but it's a silhouette. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, she said it's like just, a silhouette I'm just about club. I'm the same like, as you. <laughs> like I did the club thing. I'm cool. <laughs> so she said no. She said it's just like good music. People just sit around and they just talk and they meet people. So I said okay, maybe one day I'll just go down there and just you know go meet some people because I have to put myself out there. Definitely. So I said maybe I'll just start doing. I that. I mean, all of us, all of us have a harder time because we have careers. You know, we raise mm-hmm. kids. We have, yeah. you know, so as you get up in age, it is a little harder. Like, you're, you're, you're the pool of the people you're probably going to deal with, and you should always explore outside, but right. it's going to probably be people you know, mm-hmm. like people you already interacted with, mm-hmm. and then you're like, okay, at 20, it wasn't on point, but at 30, mm-hmm. we're a little more mature. At 40, you know, yeah. it may be a, a, we may be a perfect fit because we both learned how to actually love and mm-hmm. how to actually mature into togetherness, so now we're willing to see if it's going to work this time. So mm-hmm. it's certain things like, I think with you, like you said, you was in a marriage for, you know, I know the, the time, I know how long. <laughs> so you was in a marriage for a while. Yeah. And it, and it does kids, take a yo. toll because I was so. in a relationship, you know, for let's say five years. Mm-hmm. And it was hard for me to get back out there and have an understanding of how to really interact with certain people without having the person that you was with on your mind or the person mm-hmm. that you was with the, the, like what you're used to doing with that person, have to learn a whole new person. So mm-hmm. it, it, it gets scary o- o- overall. It yeah, gets it's scary like you're for starting anybody. all over again. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, I'm outgoing. I'll go mm-hmm. talk to people. I go, you know, I have discussions with people. But it gets it gets a little scary because you know that there's gonna be you bringing another human being into your life. Mm-hmm. So the compromises are the scary part. Yeah. Being alone, you don't have to compromise anything. No, you don't. Yeah. You can do whatever you want, whenever <laughs> you, know you want so it. Yeah. That's with the that's where we get down to the nitty gritty. Like, <laughs> yeah. Is it is it your fear of not wanting to compromise? Mm-hmm. It could be. Even when I'm home, when I'm in the house, and I'm, you know how you lay in a bed a certain way. You have, everybody have their own position. It's my bed. Mm-hmm. So I diagonally across the bed. Oh, <laughs> wow. That's some selfish. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. I just lay on one side of the bed. It took a minute because when I was married, he had his side, I had my side. So it took a, even when he left, it took a minute to actually lay across the bed because I always feel like that's his side. Definitely. So it was hard to actually lay. So it kind of, I went from my side to the middle to his side. So now it's just across the bed. Wow. Definitely. <laughs> so then sometimes when I'm laying there, it's like my friend come over and he laying there. I want him to get out. So he's laying there. He want to take a nap. But I'm like, oh, wow. go home. Because you're going to lay diagonally across the bed. You're going to tell him to go home. Let's say a man did that to a woman. It would be an issue. Let's say a man said on his podcast that he kicked the kick to the curb, talking about I want to lay diagonally on the bed. He ain't shit. Yeah. But when she does it, it's funny. We having a good time about it. I mean, but I, you know how we believe it's your prerogative. Like, as long as you're honest and you're straightforward, I mean, people got to deal with it as such. Yeah. I mean, but we all it, grow. it gets to the point of like, do I want somebody lean on this other side of the bed? But yes, so it, it would be a compromise for me when I do fall in love and it happens. It's a compromise, but I mean, I'm willing to. 
Definitely. Well, so there's still could, a ghost on the other side of your bed. Yeah, you can you can start by by sleeping either on the left or the right <laughs> side. How about you, you can do that? How about practicing yeah. that? <laughs> and then go home. So so Jerry gave you homework practice. Word. word. Laying what? On horizontal. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Laying horizontal on one side of the bed. Yeah, that, she gave you homework, telling you you know go home and figure out if you really wanna. <laughs> You know what I'm you saying? What, Being in a relationship, what you really like, what you truly, because you yeah. know, a big part of being a love style, we always also <laughs> say like the foundation is mm -hmm. loving self. So and that's the foundation, want, but knowing, right. to build a house, you need bricks and yeah, the bricks, bricks are the people that you interact yeah. with and they're going to help you build the house. So mm -hmm. you need both. So if people stop at like self-love, Mm -hmm. They're doing themselves a disservice because mm -hmm. it's not truly love. That's just yeah. self-love. That's a part of That's it. That's why it's we put self in front of it. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like love is is a connection. Mm -hmm. Love is a right. faith. So yeah, you have to show it within you, but you also have to show it by the people you have around you and the people you let into your life. And that's I would say, like we we, you know, we was asked the question about, you know, why are we single? And I was like, that's the thing. Mm -hmm. Like we live in a society now where everybody's self, self, self-driven. So anytime you're now preaching or talking about togetherness, mm -hmm. they're acting like you're trying to steal their whole life. Yeah. You know what I'm well, saying? You know so why, there, there's friction all the time within that ideal. Like, what happened to the fact that we are building a life together? What happened to the fact that we are surrendering to the fact that we are now saying we ready, we're ready to actually build a life with somebody else versus just mm -hmm. living alone and doing what I want to do anytime I want? Like, we graduate to responsibility. But it also, I think the reason why people also have a hard time because... What people really fail to realize is the people, the person that you meet, already had a life with other people. Definitely. So it goes. So they want they want the the love or whatever the connection just to be mm -hmm. between the the two people involved, mm -hmm. right? Not realize, and they want you to leave everyone behind, and it doesn't Definitely. quite work that way. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Well, for some people it does, but for us it doesn't. And Definitely. I think that that's the issue because when you want to, togetherness, it's not just us together; it's us together. Definitely. You know what I mean? And I think that that's the part that really doesn't. Rub people the but right I mean, way. It or... seems that people people get cool with that. It's just like the the constant of holding with on that to. Too. They, I mean, you're gonna struggle with everything. Yeah, a no. bunch of things it's, your whole life. Like mm -hmm. I might not like a new friend you got. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like it's a constant struggle. But what I'm saying is being able to articulate that. So yeah. like when they articulate, they're not worried about because they know the honorable person I am. So they're they're worried about maybe getting time, maybe time spent. But they're not yeah. really worried about the other people. What mm -hmm. they're worried about is how. Like, what, what they can do that's just selfish. What they can do that's just, I want to be my own person type thing. You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm well, like, even with, within the relationship Within the relationship. You. So we're sitting there like, but I'm, I'm, I'm dedicated to you. Mm -hmm. Like, I already, I already had an understanding of single and being my own person and doing all this. I understand where I want to be. I understand my purpose. And then you're getting in relationships with people who truly don't understand where they want to be. Or they say they want to be a certain way. And they really don't when they get be in when that, they get there, that, it, it becomes it's, it's too much. Definitely, and it becomes a job. And I don't want somebody working for me. I want somebody working, working with, with you. Me. Yeah, you see what I'm saying. So mm -hmm. that's where we get into this weird this weird space. So I can explain why I really I may have a harder time dating because, like I always say, if you're a person that goes in the sneaker store and knows what you want, you go and in, they don't get have it, your sneaker. You walk you right, walk out. right back yeah. out. Mm -hmm. When you're a person that goes in the sneaker store and not knowing what you want, you're gonna have a variety of things you're gonna purchase. And you might bring in drama, might bring in drama, and you just keep on sorting through it. Mm -hmm. I'm not willing to sort through it. Definitely at my age now, but at no point. I mean, I guess no, I, I've been I'm like that since. Now. Yeah, I've been like I that since been. I was young. Yeah. So I've been a person that's like, no, I, I'm, I'm forever. So like, we could talk about marriage on the first date because that's what we're trying to get to. 
has nothing to do with I'm marrying you today. Mm-hmm. Has nothing to do with I'm marrying you in six months. But we can talk about the commitment portion of it the first day because we have to decide. The whole point of us getting to know each other, the whole point is to see if us it's having, gonna it's to be see a good if it's going to be a yeah. long a long-term mm-hmm. relationship. And even at this point, I learned to be friends first. So I kind of meet the person. We kind of build a friendship. And everybody I've had, like I've dated, has been people that we have started off trying to build a friendship and seeing if it can go into something long-term and then mm-hmm. things didn't work out in that way. So there's a variety of ways to go about doing things, but we would say the healthy approach is first with you finding somebody that you enjoy being around as a friend. Well, no, I think the healthiest choice would be find out what you want. Oh, I yeah. Think I mean, it starts with that. Yes, that I think understanding what you like. Mm-hmm. I think understanding what, the things that you want to do, what, that you like to do, the things that you need to work on, mm-hmm. I think that that will help you that will help you sort out a, a healthy partner for yourself or friend. Mm-hmm. Starts out as a friendship, and then based on the friendship, you can see if it can go further than that. Mm-hmm. I think that that's where it needs to start with you because if you don't know what you want, mm-hmm. then you're gonna be you're gonna try all types of different things and waste your time dealing with certain things that you necessarily don't need to waste your time on. And it doesn't mean that it's not gonna change. Like I used to like to do certain things five years ago that I don't like to do now, mm. right? But I think that maybe if I would've, maybe younger in my life really thought about the things I actually like to do and why I did them, I may, maybe it wouldn't have took, taken me so long to figure things out, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you're here, you know that there's some things that you need to work on, I think it starts there. So that you could not have those friends that you don't, that you just want to come over and lay in the corner, <laughs> but somebody that you actually want to build with. True. I mean, it's just one thing, God, but, um, <laughs> but <laughs> even when I, I didn't think there were multiple, but since you, I mean, do yeah, tell, Laura. Oh, my bad. No, but I mean, he wasn't the only friend. No, what she's saying is yeah. you don't want friends. friends. I mean, when she right. said plural, you don't want friends. She was stating that one person, but right. she was saying you don't multiple want people multiple. coming Honestly. in and out mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. In the future. Yeah. And it's like, even when you're going out on dates, it's like to start dating is difficult because like you said if you bring up a conversation you can bring up a marriage conversation mm-hmm. right so there are people i mean i have one on dates and when you start to talk about deep topics they don't want to talk about it they're not well the then keep it you. moving this is <laughs> like, what's happening so i'm only having one dates with these people it's just get, it, no, but you, keep but you, it's not, you don't get discouraged you just know that those people were not the right for you and you keep it moving and right. you and you keep going until you find that person that is wants to have the conversation mm-hmm. about what they what their their thoughts on are, are their beliefs are on marriage. You know what I mean. But you got to understand too. Love is a faith within you. Yeah, you have to have it. Mm-hmm. You have to believe in the idea of being in a partnership before anybody's enters in comes, your life. Yeah, mm-hmm. you got to believe in the idea of friendship before mm-hmm. anybody mm-hmm. enters in your life. Because that's why people get discouraged. Because yeah. you're like trying, 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 and heartbreak has happened. Like mm-hmm. it, it's painful. You can't sleep at night. You don't eat. You're waking up sweating. You're checking your text messages mm-hmm. every five seconds. Your and now phone social is dry. media, your like phone is dry. <laughs> you're like, I mean, I don't go that far. Oh, I don't know oh, if like, I could. That sound like I a don't stalker. go detective where I'm like looking up. No, like, I'm saying when they, when, they, when they hit a, when they hit a like on your thing, you're, you're like, like, oh, they, oh, they hit it. a like on it, but you still like f that. You you need to you need to call me, but. At the end of the day, you go through that heartbreak. That heartbreak is right. is terrifying. But when you have the belief mm-hmm. that I want a partnership, you realize it may still be it's that temporary. person. Yeah. It may still be that person. But the it heartbreak means that is y'all temporary. just wasn't in the great 
place at that time mm-hmm. to really get to where you need to go. But you never lose focus on loving you. You never lose focus on the mm-hmm. idea of being in a relationship. You never lose focus on, the, well, I would say a romantic relationship. You never lose focus in friendship. Mm-hmm. Because then you start saying things like, I'm a loner. Well, yeah, but you shouldn't... <laughs> you know what I mean? You shouldn't allow a bad situation to dictate who you are right. or change the ca- who your character. Like, mm-hmm. you know how people say, it, it, you know, Aziz and I talk about this all the time. If a person takes you out of character, then they're not for you. Oh, absolutely. So if you're around the person, that even comes with the people, the, the people that don't want to have those types mm-hmm. of discussions mm-hmm. or the people that are not putting in the, the effort, those people are not for you. Yeah. Because you a feisty, like yeah. think think we we actually and we actually was around each other for two years straight. Oh. You actually worked it's in the only same been two room. Years? I mean, I'm talking about in the room. <laughs> we <laughs> we knew each other longer, but in the in the room we actually and did I have ever stifle your voice? Your voice? No, never. Did I ever tell you no. not to talk to me a certain way? No, never. Did I ever like I always yeah. understood that you're feisty. Mm-hmm. I understood that like if you ever crossed the line, we had a discussion. Yes. There's sure never been a, yo, I got discipline and there's a way you say things and a way you don't know. I got to understand who you are. Mm-hmm. Now, why don't you take that same understanding and say, this is what it means mm-hmm. to be in a relationship. Like, mm-hmm. a person understanding who you are. And when I mean by who you are, meaning your feistiness wasn't a bad thing. Mm-hmm. It might have been misdirected at times. Yeah. You might have been done malicious shit with your, with your, with your feistiness. <laughs> but... That was that was something that was said. Like, yo, right. you didn't have to do it. Like that right there right. Is, is, is malicious. That right there is nasty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're not a nasty person, so stop right. reflecting that. Yeah. Right. You get what I'm saying? But you have to look at it like be unafraid. This is your love life. Mm-hmm. And I always tell For people your, life in your general. first date is is a, is the interview of your life. Mm-hmm. So it's unafraid. Like go out and just say, Hey, how you doing? And just start talking to I'm not saying talk to strangers. He's saying, no, your I mean, parents tell you don't talk to strangers. Yeah. <laughs> I was saying, like, if I went out to a uh, maybe karaoke or so, and I seen somebody out there, I like you. Oh, definitely, definitely. Right, that's Introduce yourself. I mean, this is. I mean, this is. We're not old fashioned. Mm-hmm. Like you, you, you have a right. Like when you saying <laughs> women, we all want to be equals, and I always see you as an equal. Mm-hmm. You walk up, and if you see me first, why not? Why ask wait for, for me to look at you? Ask for the number. But again, <laughs> y- y'all don't do well with rejection. <laughs> so, but I, I mean, we could get rejected ten to. times in one in one night. Y'all don't care. Y'all care about rejection. I mean, to the highest I'm extent. Like, are men used to doing that? Like y'all used to going out and being rejected? No, we get hurt too. No, they. Get if it's hurt. somebody, <laughs> see, most men they take their shot at somebody they really don't care about, so it right. doesn't hurt them. Mm-hmm. But when they really find somebody they really attracted to, it affects you. Yeah, but you so still you take your it. shot. Yeah, we keep trying because we know, like, when you know that this is somebody that's going to be with, you're going to be with for the rest of your life and you believe it, you know, you keep going. But they also know they don't want to, they don't want to, they also know that the woman's not going to do it or most women are not. So they don't want to mess up. They don't want to miss out on the shot. Mm-hmm. So I think that's another thing as well for men. I think that if you see a, a, a female that you're attracted to, you know, nine out of 10 times, if, even if she's attracted to you back, she's not going to say anything to you. So why let her walk by? Mm-hmm. Right. So I think that that's, why men are more of the go-getters I mean, because they know good, that they point. don't yeah. that if they don't seize the moment, it's a wrap. That's how we socialize. Yeah. It's definitely yeah. how we, we were raised. Woman, a woman comes up to a man and... It looks like she knows what she wants. Really? Yeah, I do it all the time. I wouldn't say all the time. I sound like I'm out there, right? I do it all the time. Yeah, you the junk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the but junk. I do it... I, I, when I see attractive guys that I like, I speak to them. What do you say? She does. I'll say hey, hi. I'll start with that's the hello. Why, that's why she's my homegirl. Because <laughs> yeah. I like I'll start that. with she's hello, and you know, then we'll start it from there. I mean, one time I She'll was crack a joke. Yeah, one time I was petty. I, I remember being on the Metro North, and I hit. I had like a poster board because I was in school, mm-hmm. and I bumped into him on purpose. 
And he was like, I was like, oh, I'm sorry. He was like, he was like, it's good. And I was like, and then I was like, you know, I see you every morning. And then we started the conversation. Mm -hmm. And then we exchanged numbers and, you know, whatever. But, yeah, I don't mind putting myself out there. Women don't try this at home. (laughs) 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 Don't try this at home. Money might turn around. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, I mean, and I'm one of them people that love assertive women. So, like, I'd rather a woman walk up to me. The women that don't. I'm really like, there's no reason why we're gonna really be compatible. Like, I can do it. So I what, see so you. You look good. I could. I could walk up to you. I have no problem. So what happens when we walk up to? What they gonna say? They, if they say, walk up hey. to me. Say whatever they're gonna say. Like, y'all was attracted to you. But most people I'm meeting are people that we are actually. We actually encounter each other at some point. Like I said, I saw the guy in the Metro North. Or I so saw a guy in the yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're gonna say, "I see you." Yeah. You know, I've seen you several times. You know, you wasn't saying nothing. You was too scared to say. I, I have people approach me in like strong ways, aggressive ways. I, There's been people that I wasn't attracted to, and I'm telling them straight up, like I ain't attracted to you. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. like, it's the rejection. Is, but yes, I've been rejected yes. in that way too. Yeah. So why yeah. is it so much bigger when it happens to a woman? And yet arrogant and all this other stuff. Like I'm just keeping it real. Oh, these people I've been att- haven't been attracted to, and I ended up liking. Yeah, because too. of yeah, that's true. One of all the other att- attributes. I spoke to them, and they was it was incredible. Mm-hmm. And the beauties in the hobby and the eye beholder, I definitely. But good looks on it. Good looks is a fact. Yeah. So I know that you're looking at somebody, and they over time they start looking ten times better. I know that my judgment is a little skewed because mm-hmm. now I'm into the, who the person is, and that's the whole point of it. But look, good looks get you in. Yeah, they but do. they don't keep you. They in. really don't. So right. people, I have a big problem with people always. Yo, it depends on the looks, and looks is opinion. Like everybody knows a good, the best looking person walking in the room. Absolutely, everybody knows a good looking person. Well, so why why are we gonna steal from them just to make a person that's not as attractive feel better? Like, just give them their props and, and then this moving. other yeah. component. Well, also, everyone to, has a to, preference, to a too. So you can be attractive, but that person may not necessarily be their preference. Definitely. And there's other things. There's body type. There's everything. Right. There's personality. There's all these things that, I mean, you don't see personality straight up, but you do see energy. Like you, and you a lot of people like the attractive energy. person. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, energy is important, too. Yeah. Boy, so, if you come in like it. poor, poor pity, pity me, yeah. Yeah, tell us yeah. about the energy. Yeah. Tell, us, <laughs> tell us about it. What about if, if, if you walked up to a man, what would you say? Yeah, what would you say? Pretend that, I, pretend I that I you're just, the guy. I would just say hi, and I would introduce myself and say my name. I would just tell them who like, I am. Like, hi, my name is Laura, and I'm standing in front of you because... Because of what? Yeah. <laughs> well, let, me, let me give you this one. It was this guy. Even though I know this guy was married, I, and I said oh. that to him. I said, I know you're married, I, and I'm not trying to come on to you. I think I, I just find you very attractive, and I just wanted to tell you that. But that's safe. So we're talking like, about a guy that no, you can we're actually... we a guy that you actually can be with. Exactly. Re- Scratch that. Exactly. married man, you would just be like, he's married, that's yeah, why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm the, I wasn't... You can't feel ejected. How you say? Injected? Rejected. Rejected. Rejected by him, but I just wanted to say that. But a regular person, I think I would say that. Like, if I, if he was just, you know, somewhere I was, that I saw in the street, I would just go up and I would say that to him. But you don't even weirdo, yeah, like I mean, tapping some guy on the shoulder, like, hey, I thought she was cute. Like, it just. <laughs> yeah, but you <laughs> but could. I mean, it's like you can you, go that route. But then you uh, kind of catch up. I've never contact. done that. I think you do, what, I think you do what it takes if you think that this is somebody long term. Right. And yeah. you do what it takes. I think it's. I mean, I haven't come okay, across anybody. Okay, let me not say do what you take because there's people <laughs> actually listening much. that might go a little like, extreme. Okay, what do don't stalk, but do what it take, meaning. You introduce yourself, like, don't put the and in the you got to kind of get the hint when the hint is, a, is obvious. But when it's like some subtlety, and you really believe that you can mm-hmm. still slowly but surely just the person, mm-hmm. you got to find different ways to kind of make yourself known. It, it's a little hard, mm-hmm. especially with, with men. It's a little hard to read whether a person's telling you to get the hell out of there, or they got walls, and they really like you, but they're not letting you know. 
Mm-hmm. So that's where a diff- the, diff- the difficulty comes so if you get re- So if you get rejected by someone and you feel like this person can still be your 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 guy, you just keep going? Even if they reject you, just try I mean, again? I, I mean, you explain to them. I think you, you, you tell them, like, listen, I've seen you. I've seen you. And, like, maybe this is probably somebody that you think that you know, right? Mm-hmm. Like, will be long-term. So you'll just be like, listen, I'm into you. I think that the way we're going to be long-term partners. I believe this with all my heart. So, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna stick around, but I'm not going to be abrasive. I'm just going to mm-hmm. slowly but surely give you subtle, subtle, subtle things to let you know I'm still here. Like, there's so many ways you could have discussions. I think everything starts with an honest discussion. Mm-hmm. How do you truly feel? And then you say how you truly feel. And then when they reject you, you say how you truly feel. Listen, I felt rejected, but I, I'll be back tomorrow. Because that's how you truly feel. Now, if you don't truly feel that way, then you're going to call my ass, all this other stuff. But then it comes from a place. Is that who you, what you truly feel about them or is that from a place of hurt? So you got to really always in the moment, you got to decipher or decide what you really want to mm-hmm. do with the relationship. But I do think like it starts with putting yourself, I would say just friendship. Because mm-hmm. if you meet a bunch of girls that you even hang out with, you go out more. Yes. Mm-hmm. Then you go out more with a bunch of women, and then you meet men mm-hmm. because you're in a crowd of women. Right. So it all it's all a process. You meet a man first, but the man can't be everything for you. No, you, you need, still, you have still to need to friends. work on the other components. You still have to yeah. have people that have an outside view of your relationship to try to assist you because everybody always talks about minding their business in a relationship. And mind, when you join somebody or you commit to somebody, you commit to everybody they with. Yeah, absolutely. So therefore, yeah, yeah. that person is always looking at it from a different angle to give your pers- the person their friend perspective mm-hmm. so they can go back to the relationship and really see things. Now, we have grimy friends <laughs> that will give you the wrong perspective, mm-hmm. but that's for you to assess because you got to ask yourself why are you around people People who that's not going to give you the best advice, yeah. And sometimes they, their, their advice is wrong because they assess the situation wrong. That's up to you to yeah. take the advice, break it all down, but it all starts with not putting limitations on the discussions you and your friends have and your partner have and actually all melting in the same pot and knowing that y'all got to coexist in life together. Mm-hmm. A lot of people want to section off and that's why they run themselves ragged. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's important. I think with you, with you, what you're doing, like right now you're being vulnerable. Absolutely. Right now you're exposing yourself to the camera. Yeah, you know what I, I mean? This is one of the few things that maybe I should have. This is one of the most, no, it's not shouldn't. This is one of the more open shows we had. But yeah. at the end of the day, I, these are the things I enjoy. Right. This is my passion. Relationships and actually hearing somebody be vulnerable about the relationships and the things they want. Mm-hmm. That's my passion. I love, I, I, I feed off of that mm-hmm. because I think it's important for you to just be who you are. And when people say be yourself, they're not talking about one attribute, two attributes. They're talking about just be honest in the moments. All right. And then if it's wrong, work on it and then come back correct. Mm-hmm. Because all you can be is who you are showing up presently. Mm-hmm. And then you, at that point, you take a step back. You're right. You move forward. You're wrong. You take a step back, correct your wrong, and, and, and re-engage. Mm-hmm. That's all we can do. So when it's be, be yourself, I'm going to say what I got to say. Somebody might say, oh, that was wrong, X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, why is it wrong? Mm-hmm. And then they might actually have a good point. I got to make an adjustment. Or was it mean? Like, because you can be so truthful that you come off being mean. Definitely, definitely. They can but say is that it mean was and mean and intent. But that's what I would say. Right. Mean, mean is, is an intent. intent. Mm-hmm. So, so I, it, what what I said was it true or false? Yes. And they say it was true, but the way you said it, mm-hmm. I said. So I got it. Why do I have to govern mm-hmm. how I speak mm-hmm. for twenty other people? Mm-hmm. Right. Who's governing how they how I feel for me? Mm-hmm. 
So who decides who's the the, the person in the room that deserves? It's always the person that people deem the weaker person. Mm -hmm. But we, I look at people as equal. So I'm going to say what I got this. I have to say, and then they'll correct me Mm -hmm. because they're my equal. Mm -hmm. So if they're offended, they'll say, listen, I'm offended. But it's always the side person talking about something. It's never the person you're talking to. Always. It's always some random. This is why we, you know, when it's it's scary in the workplace because sexual harassment is just somebody listening. Well, it it can be. (laughs) It can be scary in the workplace. No, no, but I'm going to say, yeah, it it can just be somebody listening. It also could be. No, it's not can be. That's what I'm saying. It could be somebody that's with that you're talking to. But what I'm saying is the fact that. Somebody can be listening to us having a good discussion. Agree, but I just didn't want you to like to belittle the whole sexual harassment thing. I just want to. I'm not belittling it. What I'm saying is, I'm not even talking about the fact that. But you, so to be clear, you're just sexual harassment that's confirmed is a whole different understanding. Okay. That's a whole different understanding. I'm talking about when people are assuming what you're saying, or are feeling some type of way from what you're saying, and all they're doing is passing by. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. They're mm-hmm. not even in the room. They're not, they don't even have to stay in the same space as you. Yeah. They're just playing protector without all the information. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm talking about. Like be informed. Mm-hmm. It's a scary. It's a scary rule for I, men. I mean, I work. I work with women, so I think it's a, it is a scary thing. Like I watch mm-hmm. my words and choose my words carefully because just because of that. So it's hard to build an actual close closeness with women in the workforce that you're not trying to get with because mm-hmm. it can get flipped. Mm-hmm. But that's a side note. Yeah, that's a, another <laughs> podcast for another time. Mm-hmm. It's always harder for the men in the workplace when it's sexual harassment than a woman. But it's, it's no, but it's the same thing when you walk up to a woman on the street because you always harassing them. Well, yeah, you guys are. Sorry, no, okay. I got luggage. This, this is what I'm saying. See, we can't we can't win the lose in that situation. Well, nobody wants we to walk around a, a pack of wolves about catcalling. <laughs> We had a whole podcast. And you, they're like undressing you, you with something. the... I thought you learned something from Okay, I'm sorry. And I thought you learned something. And I thought you learned something too. You passing by a group Yo of guys ma. and they're undressing oh. you with their eyes. Oh my, what's going on? Like, Word. I mean, they cat calling, but like the environment you in, the type of, the type of, the way that you're able to articulate mm-hmm. plays a big part. Like if you're amongst a bunch, a bunch of people, we all speak slang. We all like ma is maybe a term of endearment for you. It's you're not educated. Yeah, get the hell out of here. Yeah, yes. <laughs> you're a street urchin. Yes, I can have a PhD, <laughs> so but I hang so- out with a bunch of people that you know that that I'm right. from. The, I am. I grew up in neighborhoods and urban neighborhoods, so I do speak with a certain slang. I'm yo ma, what up? Then like you may go that route, and you may go. And everybody says this is disrespectful. This is respectful, mm-hmm. but you may get one girl with the a ma, and you may get another girl with you know how you doing. You look nice, but even when you say you look beautiful, you get the no, dirty look. No, here's the thing. It's right not a, no, it's not, it's not a. You get the dirty look, no. right? And like, oh my god! So but if it's somebody that look, if it's somebody you attracted to, if it's somebody you attracted, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm saying. So let's keep it real. <laughs> the the, the yo ma or the yo shorty or the you look nice, like those things don't necessarily bother me. What really bothers me is just you walking by a group of guys and they're like literally undressing you with their eyes. Like that stuff is just gross. Okay. I, I, I can get with it. I so, with you know, it. like, yeah, environment plays a part. So you I can know, definitely get where we understand that. But that's a, there's just, a discomfort. That's but I'm saying if you've never seen if you uh, we already had this discussion. Yeah, so you've never it. seen somebody <laughs> you you scared that they're going to pass. Yeah, you're yeah, not going to yeah, probably yeah. see them again. You gotta, yeah, but you're not gonna be like, as they say, now you got to <laughs> shoot your shot. You know what I mean? And I'm clutch. So I'm trying to see what's happening. But I think overall, you you know, I think you have you have all the tools. 
Yeah, I just think that you need to apply. You just got to yeah, you just got to think about what yes. you want to and, narrow and get, narrow things down and get out the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, and just be open to people. Yeah, be open yeah. to to to, to be believe o- in yourself. Mm-hmm. Believe that yo, you're so be who you are. You're gonna weigh on the wrong people. Right people are gonna embrace you. Yeah, oh, yeah, weigh on wrong people. So I mean, if you weigh on them. You just you just weigh on them, and when you find somebody that you don't weigh on, they're gonna be very compatible, and you're gonna have the people that you want really want to be with, and that's that's where it's all that's where it all starts anyway. I mean, you have nothing to lose. You don't even <laughs> you don't have any friends now, so <laughs> but you know what I mean. So so if you meet a couple of people that you're not really compatible with, I mean, you'll be back where you started. And that's not a bad place. So absolutely, you not. just have to continue to keep on and have the faith that you are gonna be compatible with. A person or some people, and you'll get there. How many friends do you want anyway? I mean, one or two is fine. I don't even know a whole bunch of people around me. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, you have a village. Nobody's asked you to get a town. Yeah. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? You want to be a person that's exclusive with your friends and your personal relationships, but at the same time, you want that support system there. Mm-hmm. But on that note, my name's Aziz. I'm Jerry. And thank you, Laura, for yes, joining for us joining on, us. A, you know, on the podcast. We Thanks appreciate it. It was great. All right. Peace.